failure is the opportunity to begin again, this time more intelligently. Henry Ford. My name is Thandor, and I enjoy walking in the woods. I'm Fezzik, and I love wandering the world. And then if we find orcs, great, we'll get time. Yeah. Well, I am Corin, a gnome with anger issues who spontaneously bursts into other animal forms uh, when things annoy him. I play Stanton Hopperfield, who at this point is the Lightfoot Halfling Ranger. Leaders and Legacies fans, we're glad to have you back, especially Steve Geist, because you know, he's our number one Patreon. If you're new here, here's the drill. You're going to hear a leadership quote at the very beginning. At the end, you'll get a Dungeon Master Minute and a weird wacky quote from the show, whether actually appeared in the show or, you know, is sort of an outtake. It's sometimes up to the week, but we hope you'll enjoy the actual live real play D&D 5e content in the middle of the podcast, which is actually the meat and potatoes of it. So if you're here for Bradley Copeland's uh, Problematic Pan Fisherman's Hour, we are not that podcast. Go over and give them a five-star rating because I know you love the Pan Fisherman's Hour. Um, but otherwise, kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. Lord Stanton, I have a question for you. Stanton, Stanton, okay. Are you able to issue pardons? Because I've been wrongfully accused of a crime. The best answer I can give right now, not knowing all the details is, I'll see how I can help you. I've asked for him, He's, it really wasn't his fault. It was the jerk that he was with. That's, that's why Fezzik is with me, yes. Fezzik is with me to watch me. So I guess, I guess actually our question is not, do we really have a choice? Based on what Stanton is saying, I don't know that we have a choice, but to assume that the dragon is going to help us. So I, I think we say yes, we, take the ride, though keeping in mind I hate flying, um, unless I'm the one doing the flying. Um, but I don't know that we really can say no, because if there are things that are... How many wardens did you say there were, Stanton? My lord, sorry. I, I, I've been disrespectful. Stanton, okay. Because trust me, the one thing, if Anton realizes that oh no and doesn't know oh, no. no and you're not where's going my to message tell him. though where's my message though <laughs> no you are all right uh did to, to, an to answer your question actually came up before all that came up uh there are a number of us that are that are, that are standing the ground and i know immediately in my area in our kingdom there should be 12 of us, which corresponds to the number of temples we talked about before. 
And then I have one last question. So the fact that we're traveling with you, does that make us like royal guards? Do we need like patches or symbols of our rank and position? We could all wear like matching colors. What's the color of your like tartan or your tunic? No, we, oh, fine. It would be the line. Uh, th three, gold, three gold leaves in a band of honor across the top with a line rampant on the shield. So whenever I'm traveling with you in public, I should, and I shapeshift into a form of a lion. There is a part of me that's saying quietly to himself, this is a kind of reason why Trenton would love this stuff. Stuff. That Trenton would love this stuff. <laughs> I think our conversation is done. So how are you going to let Balanox know you're done? Well, Corrin, Corrin was a... Cor I roar. From the far end of the cavern, you hear... Is it okay to come back? What? What? Yes, it is. You see him glide almost effortlessly back to you all. And, uh, you know, he looks kind of around the group, each one of you in turn, and I. What have you decided? We would love to ride you. I don't think they quite understand what you're going to do, but we're all in this together. I'm going to release my shapeshift form. Before we go for a ride, can I just try one one thing real quick? I promise it, it won't hurt or do anything. I just want to try something real quick. I am very, very little concerned with anything that you could do to me. So, you know, Corrin, please go ahead. Corrin is going to fail miserably at trying to kind of do his, like, animal impression linkage thing that he does to learn a new wild shape. Uh, I, I cannot take dragon form in any way, shape, or form, but Corn's still going to try. Um, oh, no, no. Make him roll to see if he succeeds. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy to do, like, a nature check or something if you want to see if I, like, grow a tail or something. Yeah, if you, if you would like to try to take some sort of dragon form. Okay. Give, give me a... Uh, get, roll a performance check. Oh, can't it be nature? 17. Okay, so even with a 17, you kind of end up looking a lot more like Cherik with wings. That works. I, I'm standing there looking at the scales or the, like, the leathery hands going, I totally thought I was just going to get a tail out of this. Okay. Yeah, Cherik, you think he's did an okay job of becoming a, you know, a kobold. Let me correct one misunderstanding. I said I would get you ahead of Talgon. We, there will be no riding. Yeah, Stanton, you may remember that uh, I do have access to a little magic. I will be accompanying you back through. He transforms very quickly into an elf. I was so excited. I go over and poke him. Why did you poke me? I wanted to see if you're still scaly. Uh, I assure you, this elven form does not have scales. I would ask that you all refer to me just simply as Val while we travel together. Marcus looks over at him. You, you seem to know a bit about my home. Why do I not know about you? I try to keep to myself and my, my cobalt friends aid me in that. But uh, you know, shall we go to see if we can rescue your temple, Marcus? And Marcus nods agreeably. And uh, Valinox points with his palm open upwards you know, for you guys to lead the way. I gather up the French press coffee pot. Uh, I get the big Dutch oven and I leave the little one, which still has most of the cinnamon in it for the acolytes to pick up because knowing they need to eat something, they'll need food. It's worth leaving it there. I snag the coffee pot and refill my cup. And that's all I'm going to grab. 
As you all walk back in to the temple, you noticed an altar with a petrified angel on it. Oh, yes, yes. And the statue looks a lot like the wooden one yeah, that you've seen before, except for this one, instead of being a female angel, is a male angel. And it looks remarkably like the, the big one, you know, that is in huge relief behind you. <laughs> um, but a smaller version of that, that the wood it, it was made of has been turned to stone by time. This was the angel that was the brother of Valinox, you said? No, it's not. Yeah, you know, Valinox is not his brother. Yeah, so Val, Val kind of looks at you like, no, I, very little of my family remains. With, with a 16 in religion, would this be one of the temples that I was referring to as the 12 temples? Yes, you know that there are 12 temples. You, you may be able to guess that between Betula, which you know is the the angel of the birch, and Petros, the angel of of uh, petrified trees, um, that there are at least ten others, yeah, you know, that would match you know your your knowledge of history, Stanton. Okay, so this is one. This is basically one of the one of the temples, or possible, or more importantly, from my perspective, one of the possible waypoints that a breach can come through and, and the other planes can come in. Anybody who wants to, uh, besides Cherik, because you weren't there, and Stanton, you, you weren't there either, but everybody else roll history? Four. 21. Someone was paying attention in class. Well, Corrin can't see. He can only hear and listen, so. 17. So, Corin, one of the things you remember was that, um, you know, Talgon had told you all that each temple points to the location of two other temples. So let's go look at the the altar and see if we can find out or dis discern where two other temples are. Because I remember he said something about each temple has the location and the coordinates for the next temple, right? Mm -hmm. That is correct. Val, I have a question before we, we go further. Why would Talgon want us to help him? He sent us in search of these temples. He's trying to fill in gaps in his own knowledge so that he has a way of creating the biggest breach possible. So he doesn't know the location? He doesn't know the location of all the temples? There are locations he's going to know. There are locations he only has heard of. And there's some locations that he has no knowledge of whatsoever. The more complete a picture he can paint, the more he can fill in those gaps of knowledge that he has, but also more importantly, and the more likely he can make the biggest opening possible. This is like someone asking me to do their druidic homework back at the Grove. Yes. Yep. And remember, he intentionally split you guys up. That's right. He sent Marcus back north immediately. He sent us to the west. Or to the east. Sorry. Do you think he can track us? He gave us gifts. Do you think he can track us with those gifts? Roll insight on that, Thandor, as well as anybody else who would like to. <laughs> I rolled a nat one, so I got a nine. Yeah, so yeah, Fandor, you had a good question, but yeah, like, yeah, that is a good question. I got a 15. 
can I like roll, do a nature check to see if I can sense any like na nature tracking magic or anything? The nature or arcana, whichever you're stronger at. Yeah, the druid, probably not arcana. 17. So yeah, with a 15 and a 17 there, you more than sense it, it you just, you know, it something tickles at the edge of your brain that about, you know, magic, you know, being embedded in things in order to, 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 to track things, especially, you know, you sense your own magic in things. So that you were handed something by someone, they might be able to trace you using that. And Thandor, actually, a roll insight for me real quick. Non-natural 20. Non-natural 20. You remember the one thing that Karen told you when you encountered her was that she thought she was looking for Talgon when she came to where you were meditating. And that, you know, the main reason that she was able to trace you was because you were carrying a trinket that he had embedded with his magic. You're onto something, Thandor. Mm, I think these are tracking us or he's able to find our location with the, the gifts he gave us. We may want to leave these behind. Okay, Corrin just throws the boomerang in a direction. I'm good without it. It comes back at you. <laughs> it comes back at you. Try again. Roll performance to see if you can throw it away without it coming back to you. Because it is a magic boomerang. I got an eight. Yeah, no, it, it's coming back. Yeah, you have to duck to have it an issue this time with an eight. I, I, I can't duck. I don't know where it is. I can't see it. You feel it kind of graze your head. Oh, actually, the easiest thing to do is, is somebody snap it in two and scatter the pieces. Thandor will put the javelin of warning on the altar. Is there a way, I turn to Val, is there a way we can cleanse these of any energy that he'd be familiar with? He looks to you, Stanton. You probably know a person or two that could uh, help cleanse that. It's not a particular skill I have or that Stanton has. Well, I think he enchanted this stick to follow me, so I can't seem to get rid of it. We, we pick the stick up and we place it next to the javelin of warning on the altar. Dave, it was that little figurine, correct, that he gave me? Yeah, yeah, actually, you had two figurines. I think one that looked like a raven and then one that kind of just looked like a generic animal, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes. Oh, Sam, I'm glad you remember that part because I only had the figurine, the raven down. So, okay. Well, I was kind of hoping, I thought these were cool, but okay. I guess I'll leave them. Thandor, you do remember Karen told you that the gifts are you know, what they appeared to be, but that there is this tracking element to it. Well, Val also said that they were that they were legitimate gifts, that they they were not something that was a bad thing. They were something to help us complete yeah. whatever quest he wanted us to complete. So it, in this case, the gifts are probably something to help us. They were a way to track you, but also, Thandor, you would remember Karen said that he probably gave you those things just to get you, you know, out of there, that they were actually artifacts of the Temple of Batula that, you know, were sacred to that location. Um, but uh, they're not in and of themselves Talgons. They were Batula's item. But it's the whole concept of them tracking us. Remember something that is good can still be used for an evil purpose. Such a cheery way of looking at it. Yeah, or some, you know, things that are enchanted with evil, you know, can actually have good uses as well. Is there a way that we can get rid of the tracking aspect of it? I mean, I don't think that he intentionally made them to track, right? But if it's if it's his power, it's more of an unintentional thing, right? Yeah. It may not be his power, just the power that he's able to track. 
Yeah. Val, you know, says you should hold on to those a little bit longer. He'll know you are nearer, but he knows that you are not on the path that he set you on. I will hold this a little bit longer. But if I find out that he's able to track us down, I will throw it as far as I can. Yeah, we will, we will see if we can cleanse these items. I I hand Corrin his boomerang. Stanton, roll for me insight or history, whichever you're better at. Insight, 18. Yeah, with your 18, you would know that if you did return to warn your brother, there's some, you know, mages there, you know, in his employ that, you know, would probably be able to help you cleanse these items. Okay. So, and if he has them, others have them as well. So you don't necessarily need to decide, you know, a destination based on that information. Just more, you know, your experience and knowledge would point out that Talgon's already aware of your general whereabouts. So him doing so for a little bit longer isn't necessarily a detriment. Yay! I take my little figurines back. <laughs> As a copy. Bendy stick, yay! Yeah, so yeah, Marcus kind of pulls out his compass. Yeah, where are you guys standing in relationship to Marcus right now? Thandor, are you next to him? As far away as possible. Yes, I like him. Corin, where are you? Yeah, I'm standing at the altar. I'm actually, I'd like to, while they're doing all of that, I want to try and like feel the altar and see if I can feel runes, writing, anything like that on the altar. Corin, as you're, as you're, you know, kind of feeling your hands along the side, you do feel, feels to be a little bit of a map kind of lightly engraved on the edge of it. And Stanton, as you see his hands stop, you can kind of almost at that point predict the map will show that one of them points further north and west into the orc homelands to the north in the mountains and, and the west. And the other one would point back south and east back towards Batula's temple. While Corrin has his hand on the map, I call I, I call the rest of them over and say, every temple has the ability to find two other temples. And if you look at this map that Corrin has found, this one points well into the well into the orc home. I basically repeat back what, what Dave just said in your but this one was the one that just pointed to Batula's temple that we all just left. Okay. So you say it has the ability to find the other temples or two that we haven't discovered yet. Does that mean it can find different ones? And the idea is as you find one, you then find the others. So at some point you will have found all 12 temples by having visited at least four. You, know, you would actually know that this path is called the Path of Jord. And it is kind of a cycle that leads you through the various trees that each one is dedicated to a different you know, type of angel that you know sent to represent and to, you know, to be the seal of a particular type of tree so you know in this case you know here petros is the petrified stone trees Batula was birch and uh, that there are 10 others out, out there as well stanton would have been able to relay you know that this is the path of george Roll re religion thandor for me real quick Six. My rolls suck tonight. Roll an advantage, partly because you know you you know you are a cleric. Fourteen. Yeah, with a fourteen, yeah, the path of Jord realizes part of your group's tradition that if someone can find the path of Jord, that they may actually, you know, if they're able to walk it in the correct sequence, they would be able to you know gain audience and possibly meet Jord. So there is a legend in my group that talks about the path of Jord, that if we follow the path of Jord and follow it in a correct sequence, we will gain audience to Jord. 
I think we may be on the path of Jord right now. So our next our next stop should be to the Orc homeland. My Thane. Yeah, Cherik, what are you doing at this point? Are you getting are you getting frustrated and want to go, you know, let everybody know it's okay? Uh well I well these guys are sort of looking at the map and everything. I I actually went to because the dragon told me to uh, uh, I started uh calling out some some Okay. Yeah, you don't get any response yet because you know that they're way up. Uh, you know, yeah, they, they they're up uh, at ground level, <laughs> wait, waiting. Yeah, you know, to be told it's safe to come back. Valinox, you know, says so. It sounds like we have a destination in mind, my friends. Um, shall we return to the surface and uh, part ways with Cherik once we reach that? Move on to the next destination. And Cherik not come along with us. He's been a faithful ally these last four hours. You know, Cherik, my, my wish would be that, you know, and this is Valinox talking, <laughs> yeah, that uh, you would stay here amongst your people and, and get them ready. Will you will you ready your people? Uh, I'd say yes, I will ready my people. are fresh beginnings. We just like to make sure that you remember that it's okay to start over fresh. Give yourself a little bit of a break. Maybe last year didn't turn out the way you wanted it to, but please know this year can. Self-care is an important part of every single success out there, so make sure you know you're as awesome as you know you are, because you are. As always, we'd love for you to follow us on Twitter at Leaders and Legacy. We'd also like you to head over to leadersandlegacies.com so that you can find out all about the show, find out a little bit more about the players, and subscribe to uh, our blog so you can get all the latest articles as they come out. You can also subscribe to our Patreon to support us with your dollars, or head over to Podchaser where you can leave us a review. Um, we'd love to have you do that. In fact, if you do this before midnight on you know, January 14th, we will enter you, if you tweet it at us or somehow let us know that you've done it, um, that uh, yeah, we'll enter you to win the Leaders in Latencies hoodie that is still up for grabs. Um, we'd like to also thank Catherine Evans for our amazing logo art. Soundstripe for our awesome background music. Additional art may have been licensed from Shutterstock.com. Remember that all the opinions are our own and that Leaders and Legacies has no direct relationship or affiliation with Dungeons and Dragons, the Wizards of the Coast, or the Boy Scouts of America. But we would like you to get involved with both of those organizations because they're pretty darn swell. And never forget to remember... Cobo voice looks like this, right? Okay. And then we record this five or six times over, and Sanjay has his army of kobolds.